Hello and thank you for listening to episode 245 of 60 Minutes With. I'm Dave and this is another of our Soundcheck interview shows. And in this one I get to chat with Andy Bolton, one of the founding members and the guitarist of Tokyo Blade, a band that I've got history with. I do chat with Andy uh, and reminisce about when I walked into town and bought the debut Tokyo Blade album back in 1983, which to be honest with you, doesn't seem that long ago but then i add up how many years it actually is and uh yeah it's quite a while ago so of course we have a chat about tokyo blade the history of the band going back to the new wave of british heavy metal if anybody listening to this is old enough to remember that uh indeed i don't know did that cross over a great deal into uh, where you're listening outside of the uk certainly a big thing over here and then we go on to the upcoming album from Tokyo Blade, Dark Revolution, released on May the 15th. Now, depending on when you're listening to this, if you're listening to it on day of release, which is currently May the 11th, uh, or the few days afterwards, you're in for a treat because you're going to be hearing a song from the upcoming album. And if you're listening to this after that date, well, lucky you, because you can just order the album and, and buy it straight away. Of course, if you're listening to it before, you can order the album, but you're just going to have to wait a few days to listen to the other songs in it. Uh, as always, I have a great time chatting to the guests. You know by now I only have people on the shows whose music, um, movies, special effects work, depending on what industry they're in, that I really love. So my enthusiasm uh, and my excitedness is genuine. Nothing faked in these shows. I truly am very excited, uh, very honoured, very proud to get the chance to spend some time with people. Uh, in the case of Andy, whose music I've I've enjoyed for a, quite a long time. And then we've got all the guests who I've just discovered within months. In fact, I've got a soundcheck interview planned that I'll be recording this month with somebody whose music I only discovered this year. So you've got that to look forward to as well. Anyway, before we get on to the chat, I'm going to play the opening track from the Tokyo Blade debut album from 1983. This is something we talk about and, and the, uh, well, let's just say the, the production of those albums is something that he, he wouldn't mind changing, looking back on it. But for fans that have grown up with it and lived with it like I have for a number of years now, uh, it's it's part of the it's part of the whole album, you know. The the sound of it is something that I'm so used to, uh, and we talk about they thought of re-recording some of the old classic songs and putting new production spin on them, uh, and that'd been okay. But you know, when you've lived with a song and you're so used to how it sounds for so long, that's how it sounds. That's how I love it. So let's start the show. With track one from Tokyo Blade's debut self-titled album from 1983, and it's called Power Game. <laughs> Yeah. 
first of all, Andy, every show I've got to start, and I'm I'm still so so grateful, so pleased, so excited to talk to people, and especially like yourself, whose music I've grown up listening to as well. And we'll get into that in a few minutes too. Thank you so much for giving me some of your time tonight. I'm really looking forward to having a chat with you. Oh, no problem at all. Thank you for taking the time to do the interview. No problem. That's all right. I mean, of course, we're going to get on and I want some chat and know more about the upcoming album, Dark Revolution, which is released on May the 15th, and which I've been playing a lot recently and absolutely love it. <laughs> love it. So congratulations on a great upcoming album to begin with, because, yeah, I've been playing it very loud, I've got to admit. <laughs> always best played loud it is i mean yeah let's i mean tokyo blade you're not background music are you you've got to turn you up you know you've got to turn you up yeah we, we we're not lift music by the <laughs> in a supermarket either so really no. you've got to be listening to it fairly loud volumes <laughs> before before we get on to the you know the upcoming album though it would be remiss of me and i couldn't you know not take this opportunity while I've got you on the phone to have a chat. I can't believe that we're getting pretty close to 40 years since I walked down to my local record store and bought the debut Tokyo Blade album in 1983, which I took out today and gave another spin. I still have it and it still, oh holds, it still holds up today. I think I still love playing it. <laughs> well, that's very kind of you. Um, yeah, it's a long time, isn't it? It is. And it was, again, um, it was one of those. It was, again, I bought it like I did, like many people did back, you know, late 70s, early 80s, from the album cover. Yeah, I, I know, because I've, <laughs> I've done that so many times myself. The amount of albums that are in my collection that I, that I still flick through and look at, look at, you know, my old vinyls. And I, and I think, you know, some of them I look at and I think, God, I was lucky with this one. I only bought it for the cover, and it was brilliant. Classic example, <laughs> Van Halen 1. Oh, wow. You know, like the look of the cover, I thought, these guys look like they can rock. Let's, let's try some of it. You know, got it home and just went, oh, shit. You know? <laughs> um, and then there's been others where I bought it for the album cover and then thought, mm, I wish I'd have taken this time to... <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, oh. I, 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 I can relate to that. I can relate to that, which I think is a bit of a sad... It, it's a little bit sad now that you don't get that so much, you know, in the in the digital download thing. I mean, I know you can get the, a little thumbnail of the album cover on your iTunes thing or whatever, but, I, you know, I, I think that's the one thing that, that really is missing in, in, the, in the digital age is, is, the, is the actual tangible products. You know, I, you know, I remember probably exactly like yourself going down to a record shop, parting with your hard-earned money and I used to sit on the bus on the way home and open the album and look through all the sleep. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, missed my stop, you know. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that was part, it was, it was something tangible. And I think that's been largely lost, unfortunately. But, you know, progress and all that. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a double-edged sword, really, isn't it? Especially for you, you know, as a musician as well. It's, it, it was part of the whole experience for me. And, you know, you'd get home and I'd have this ritual of putting the record on and putting headphones on. And then, or oh, if you were lucky, you know, it got a lyric sheet in it or is it on the inner sleeve and reading those while you listen to the album. And then, you know, you can't, you couldn't press skip forward and skip to the next song. You know, you no. listen to the full album, which I think is that's, one thing that's, you know, yeah. now with digital, skip, skip, skip. And, yeah. you know, you'd I'm, sit there and listen to the full album, wouldn't you? 
absolutely. I mean, I remember very, very clearly getting my first CD player and thinking, wow, this is awesome. There's no, no cracks. And I can listen through from the start to the end without having to get up and turn the bloody thing. Yes. <laughs> um, but I did, at the same time, you know, when I bought my first CDs and, and got my first CDs, which were largely, um, as and when I could afford them, duplicates of the of the vinyl albums, yeah. which I'd, yeah. some of my worn to, to the point of, you know, <laughs> just, just wouldn't play anymore. <laughs> um, so, you know, there, there was that, there was that feeling I had even then that, oh, you know, it's a shame they come in such pissy little covers, you know. And uh, So, but, you know, I, like I say, it's it, it, like you say, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. It's, and it, it's, you know, progress. And, um, yeah. you know, you're, you're not going to stop it. It's, you know, it's got to, it went from, I mean, it went from vinyl to um, CD, to then they tried some other formats, mini disc and whatever, and then finally MP3. Yeah. Um, and um, it's just incredible, you know, that you can you can go and buy a five quid memory stick and fit about four hundred albums. Or something. <laughs> it is. It's absolutely mental. It really yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, I guess on the plus side of the digital age now is you know you can get your music out quicker. You can promote yourself worldwide. A lot quicker as well so it's it's but then it's you know that the days of those multi-million record sales of you know that a lot of rock bands did is is unfortunately long gone oh that's well gone that's well gone um i mean most bands now you know hum and how about even doing an album you know wow well, what's the point is yeah. it even worth it and you get a lot of the bigger guys They'll give the album, do an album still, and, and just give it away because you know they're, they're going to make so such little, you know, revenue from sales of it. Um, and of course, that's that's also resulted in the bigger guys going out, and you know, ticket prices are sort of through the roof. I remember going ACDC. I think it was, I think it was ten quid. See, <laughs> you know, I think it was about ten quid back in the day. Uh, and we are going back a bit, obviously. That was with, you know, when Bond was in the band. But, yeah. you know, we, I, we'd go and see everybody, just everybody. I mean, we were every weekend, we were at, at, at gigs and back company, ACDC, um, you know, UFO, Thin Lizzy. We were just at gigs every weekend and it didn't cost us, you know, it was, it was quite easily affordable. Um, whereas now, if you know, if you buy tickets for I don't know Iron Maiden or Guns N' Roses, like, it's a serious. That's a serious outlay. Oh yeah, it is definitely. And that's the thing so, with bands, like you said, you're not making the money from the albums like you used to, relying on tours and merch as well. You can't even bloody yeah. tour at the moment. You know, it's even knocked that on the head, which is a pain as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, we we um, we were supposed to be doing a big festival in Spain. And the Leander's Del Rock Festival, which um, I played, I've played th that festival before, um, but it was in another reiteration of Tokyo Blade, not the original lineup. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, and then we were booked to play it two years ago, and um, we got to Luton Airport, and they were going through this horrendous, ridiculous security upgrade thing, which meant, uh, cut a long story short, we we couldn't get on the flight. We missed the flight. Um, oh, no standing in this long queue of people and nobody bothered to tell us, well, you know, you, you need to come come through now. So we, we missed the flight, so we didn't get to do it. 
And um, we were quite surprised that they asked us back this year. <laughs> uh, because, uh, you know, obviously, you know, they, they, they must have been really pissed off. And we did, and we, to be fair, we did say, listen, the, the next time you want us, we'll play and we'll do it for free. We'll, you know, just get, get us the air tickets. We'll, we'll do it for no fee. Yeah. We felt that you know we'd let we'd let them down, and although it wasn't our fault, it kind of also wasn't their fault. Um, and that's that's in August, but I, it looks like I can't imagine that we're going to be having festivals in Spain in August. No, no, unfortunately would, not. No, I would be very surprised. Yeah. So, um, you know, so it's it's a bit of a black. Well, it's a black time. The, the the blackest time, of course, is for those people who've been unfortunate to lose loved ones um, as yeah. a result of this bloody thing and um you know it, it, and also unfortunate particularly unfortunate as well for the you know the the health professionals that have, that have contracted the thing whilst doing their job um so you know a year without festivals it's no biggie yeah, not, oh, not, yeah definitely compared to that it's 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 kind of fuck all really but yeah it's a bummer nevertheless and um, we're just going to have to, everybody's just going to have to go out by the new Blade album, exactly. sit in their home and just blast it out and be content with that. <laughs> and they'll be happy doing it. I'm proof of that because that's what I've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned, Andy, you said as well, this, you know, you said about bands, a lot of bands being hesitant about putting new albums out and everything. So uh, tell me the thinking now of, of why, okay, why now with Dark Revolution? Why do you think, okay, let's get an album out now? Oh, um, lots of reasons the, the main reason um would have to be that um if you're a musician particularly if you're a musician who writes hmm. not not writing new material would be as alien to me i i would uh, to be honest i would i would give up i don't i don't think i'd, I'd bother with tokyo blade anymore um it, I, I can't imagine not being able to create new stuff yeah. My my big personality quirk, as Alan, our vocalist, was <laughs> Mr. Disposable, because he says, <laughs> when you've done something, he said, you know, I can ask you about that song a week later, and you've already forgotten it. You've moved <laughs> on. <laughs> and I have. It's, it's a real, that that's me. The albums came through this morning. We got our copies through this morning. I haven't put it on, and I probably won't, to be honest. <laughs> Um, yeah, we're on to the next one now. We're we're right for the next one. Oh, um, that was a big a big deal in it. Um, as I say, we're about twelve tracks into the next one because I've had all this wonderful time on my hand. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, of course, is the fact that uh, you know the the other big reason is that I've got my own studio now at home. Hmm. Um, the last album, Unbroken, we we actually went out to record that in france and it was a disaster it was it came i i, I got home and I, I i well i luckily i i knew it was going to be bad i just knew it was it, it, we weren't getting the sounds we wanted the guy mm -hmm. the guy who's engineering there wasn't in the least bit interested mm -hmm. uh, and it was you know just spent the whole time looking at his phone and oh. i just thought this is going to be terrible so i said look um because I had my own studio then, but uh, to be honest, I didn't really have the confidence to mix an album. Mm. I, I, I've been recording, I've been doing home recording now for a, for a long, long time, but it's a kind of a, you always listen to, I'm, I'm always very critical about what I do, and I tend to listen to something, oh God, that's 
bit of that for a release. You know? And um, so because I knew it was going to be a bit of a disaster, or a major disaster, I said to the guy, look, um, no offence, but I'd like to take all the, all the tracks home with me. I've, bought, I've got a hard drive with me. And you put all the tracks on of everything that you've recorded, you know, Steve's drums and Andy's bass and Alan's vocals. Yeah. And um, we got, I got back here uh, to home and just basically we re-recorded everything. We, we more or less re-recorded everything. We did some of it, not all, but some of Alan's vocals hmm. were done again. All my guitar parts were done again. John was happy enough to leave his as they were. Um, and Andy was very concerned about his bass, but he said, well, what do you think? I said, well, I, I think it'll be okay. Um, and we did a lot of messing around with Steve's drums to, to get them, because they just sounded like a bunch of cardboard boxes. Wow. Wet con. So we did a lot of messing around with that. I, I didn't, still didn't have the confidence to mix it, so we gave it to a, um, a mixing engineer um, who, who we know. Um, James, I do apologize, James, if you're listening, but it's next completely gone. Um, <laughs> fixed it, and we released it, and we got really, really rave reviews for it. Yeah. And that kind, of, that kind of perked me up a bit, and I thought, you know, because when, actually, to be honest, when I listened to his mix, I thought, it, it's good, and, you know, everything's it's very clear and everything, but it's kind of lacking in a bit of balls. You know, yeah. I want a bit more balls in there. So Alan and I, who get together, uh, I would say on average once a day, always once a week, um, and and we write and we 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 piss about and sometimes we don't get anything done. We just sit here and <laughs> um, but he said, "Look, for fuck's sake!" He said, "You know, you, we did most of the last album here. Let's let's do it." Yeah. Um, and we did, and and that's how we did it, and. Um, it was a bit rushed at the end. It was a bit more rushed than I'd like because I was still, I was still so critical, still listening and just thinking, no, it's not good enough. And listening to it now, I think, oh god, you know, I could have done so much better than that. Really? Um, oh my god! I shit you not, Andy. I put I put it on for the first time, and then when the opening riff came on of "Story of a Nobody," which for the listeners is the opening track, I was like. This is this is my kind of album, right from right from the off, right from the the oh. this. I love the everything about it, and regular listeners know, you know, they know my taste in music, and so listeners, you know my taste in music. This is spot on my taste in music: the guitar sound, the drums, everything about it. It, it ticks all the boxes for me, Andy. I'm telling you. Thank you very much, indeed. It's very kind of you. Um, I I I got my last kick from um, our master and engineer, Gwyn. Um, Gwyn Tom, um, uh, his, his second name's gone. What is up with me in second name today? <laughs> <laughs> Gwyn, um, and it, because I, you know, I'm definitely not a master in engineer. That's a very, uh, it's a Gwyn Matthias. Okay. There you are. For listening, it's, it's suddenly sprung back in my head. Gwyn <laughs> who is uh, kind of the master and engineer's master and engineer, really. He's uh, he's worked on, God, ev everything. He's so good. Yeah. And I, I sent him the, the, the mixes, the, the first mixes that I did, and I said, look, if there's anything you think that I need to do this end. And he came straight back to me and he said, Andy, 
nobody will ever know that the bass isn't this or that the drums aren't that. People don't listen. People that aren't in our industry mm. don't listen like that. Don't stress. Yeah. Think about your first albums and how badly produced they were and they were <laughs> terrible. Then people still, um, you know, listen to those and enjoy yeah, those. Exactly and like I did, yeah. Yeah, and on a side note, um, but it is pertinent to the point and, and quite interesting. Um, and now that I've kind of got the confidence to do it and I'm, I'm happy to do it, um, we, we sort of ran, ran an idea around the band with, wouldn't it be nice to go back to the first and second album and pick out some of the best ones and re-record them with really good production and, mm -hmm. and you know, everything else. Um, to test that theory out, I got uh, the, the, our, our friends that do our um, Facebook page, uh, Pete Walker and Dave Carter. They run our Facebook page because I, I'm not on Facebook and I, I can, can't be bothered with it. So <laughs> <laughs> they, they do all that. And I said, look, Pete, I said, can you just put that out to the fans and see what they say? And everybody, nearly everybody came back and said, no, 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 you can't touch them. You can't touch them. You, you, you just can't. They, they are, they are, they are what they are. Yeah. And you can't. That's the it. Yeah, so, you know, I've been listening to, to that debut album, like I said, for nearly 40 years now, and that, that specific sound is so ingrained into my head. Mm. Yeah, it's and, and it's like you said with this new album, I mean, you, you used the, the phrase, you know, something with balls. This has got big balls too, this album. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Which, again, I, it, it's, I absolutely loved about it. Is this? I take it this is you're going to, you've written songs for another album already, which is great news. Uh we're about 12 in actually we're about 12 songs uh we tend to Alan and i tend to do we tend to overwrite for everything yeah. and then it listen back critically to everything that we've done and say well do you think that's actually good enough or do you think you know should we just shelve that one and maybe come back to it later on and maybe piss about with it some more or you know so we kind of pick out um what we think is going to be the best and and the guys are, you know obviously very quick to to chip in with you know what we with what they think yeah um so we're about 12 in at the moment i expect we'll end up with about i should think we'd write another three or four and then sit down and and this time we'll put out an app the next album we'll have about we're hoping to have 14 about 14 tracks on the next one okay and i know that i know <laughs> no dark revolution isn't out yet but have you got any plan of when you'd like to release you know this next album then that you're writing for um, I would say it would be nice to get it out, um, the early part of next year. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd be guided by the record company on that, on what they think and, and, and everything else, obviously, because, you know, they're the, they're the experts on that kind of thing, not me on, on what, what sort of time we have. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think so. I think that would be the thing. Because at the end of the day, <clears throat> you know, people sit there and say, well, you know, you're not going to earn much money out of it, if anything at all. What's the point of it? And apart from, you know, as I say, that you, I, you, I just have to create all the time. Yeah. Is that conscious of the fact that, you know, it, one day, whether I like it or not, I'm going to get to the point where I can't do it anymore. You know, I might get asked, I, mean, I might get hit by a bus tomorrow. I might get COVID-19 and, and shuffle off this more coin. I don't know. <laughs> it's a very uncertain future for everybody at the moment. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, and, you know, and you've got you've already got this great body of work behind you, and the more you can add to it, the better, really. 
I think so. I think it's I think it's always good to go out on a bang. You know, um, it always go out on a on a high note or as high a note as, as you as you possibly can. And uh, you think the next album is going to be better than this? I think the next album is real is a, is a real shocker. I think it's going to be oh, wow something really. If I say so myself, pretty amazing. <laughs> uh, oh, you know, I re- I hope that some sort of normality can return. Um, and everybody's safe and we, everybody can enjoy, you know, live gigs again. And you and the guys, are, you know, hopefully you come up to North Wales and we can see you. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll record a show together. That would be nice, too. That would be lovely. It would. That would be. Yeah. yeah. Well, I could I could talk to you for hours, Andy. I really, really could. And I'm sure, you know, I'd love to have you back on the show again and have a chat. Um Any- and, you know, listeners, please, Dark Revolution's out on May the 15th. I've listened to it lots of times. I'm going to listen to it lots of times. It is. Get ready for it because it's a, it's, a, it's a great album. So, Andy, congratulations on that. Fingers crossed, like I said, everything gets to, you know, some sort of normality soon. You guys can get out on the road. Uh, and you've made my evening and already a new album from you. And I've got another one to look forward to as well. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Yeah, that's definitely going to happen, Dave, yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh, well, again, thank you for your time, Andy. It's really very much appreciated and, you know, continued success. And I'm so glad that all these years later, after I walked to the shop and bought that debut album, that you're still creating music and, even better still, I've had the chance to have a chat with you. Thank you very much indeed. It's been absolutely lovely. All right. Thanks, Andy. Bye-bye. Cheers. Thank you. Bye-bye, Dave. And the alarm bell, as always, brings to an end another interview show. Again, hope you enjoyed it, even half as much as I enjoy recording these. Like I said at the beginning of the show, it's always an absolute treat uh, to talk to people whose whose music and movies and everything else, whoever I've got on the shows, that I've I've just, I really love, you know. Uh, And you're all in for a treat soon, because I'm going to play a song from the upcoming Dark Revolution album. But before that, some things about us. You know the website by now, 60minuteswith.co.uk. There's a contact form on there. You can email us direct, contact at 60minuteswith.co.uk. Now you're listening to this show, so I'm presuming that you've got some sort of interest in music, especially rock music, because uh, that's what I normally do. That's my love. We have plenty of other music shows. If you're into any other type of music, uh, feel free to go through all the different soundcheck shows that we do. But please also go to the news section on the website. Uh, A lot of the news on there is music related. We're in a very lucky position that we get a lot of music sent to us. I try to put as much as I can into the soundcheck amount shows. Uh, There's another one of those planned, so keep your ears peeled for those. But if you go to the news section, there's a lot of new stories on there, which will tell you about new bands, established bands, upcoming albums, new singles. They're all accompanied um, by a YouTube video as well. Pour yourself a drink, tea, coffee, something stronger, if you wish. And put aside some time and, and read through those and have a listen to all the songs that's on there. There's some really good stuff that, unfortunately, we don't get time to put into the podcast, but we're still getting out there and helping to promote in whatever way that we can. Also on the website, we have affiliate links for Amazon UK and CD Keys. If you buy anything from either of those, it would be very nice indeed if you just clicked through the links on our website and bought through those. We don't know who you are. 
we don't know any of your details. Nothing's kept at our end. All that happens, and you're not charged a penny, a penny more as well. Uh, all that happens is we just get a little bit of a financial kickback from Amazon and from CD Keys, and those help us to keep the podcast online, the website online, and just generally make us happy. So if you don't mind, please, if you buy from either of those, um, something that would cost you no money whatsoever and would only cost you two minutes of your time. On the website as well, there's instructions of how you can leave the podcast a review, be it one star or anything through to five star. These reviews do help us to get more interview guests, more competition prizes. They raise our profile in so many different ways. Uh, there's a link of how you can do that on however you're listening to this show the podcast notes there'll be a link to that page and it does only take a couple of minutes doesn't cost a penny and it really helps us out so if you're listening to this show or indeed any of the other shows that would be most welcome thank you twitter and instagram at 60 minutes with twitter as always lots of competitions uh, and that's the quick fire way that i get news out about the upcoming shows that we're doing upcoming guests and just have a chat with people as well Although, please send us an email. We've had some lovely feedback emails, and I do respond to them all. And thank you to everybody that's done that. So if you haven't got Twitter, because I know not everybody has, send us an email, and uh, you will get a reply. Don't worry. So, to end the show, as I promised. Well, we started the show by playing the, the opening track, the first track from Tokyo Blade's debut album. So I thought it only, only right to play the opening track from their upcoming album, Dark Revolution. And you heard me talk with Andy about it and me saying that when the guitar riff kicked in right from the beginning, I knew it was my kind of music, you know? Hopefully you'll feel the same. So as always, let's end the show. Turn it up loud. This, this is one that has to be played loud yet again. Come on. It's Tokyo Blade, Story of a Nobody. <laughs> Thank you. 